I am unashamed. What about you? I didn't realize how bad it was till I put these on. Instant relief. Well, that's, if you're gonna do, that's what I thought this morning. If you're going to sit morning. there and pontificate, you, you don't need to have a vice on top of your head. No, you yeah. need to be comfortable. That's <laughs> right now. It, I, I feel it just, just ah, squeezing my head. Misery. misery. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you had to live with it. <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, Missy even brought it up. It, the she, worse it gets. Missy even brought it up when she, she says, hey. Quit griping about you being tired and your head hurting from having earphones. I'm dealing with this baby all day. But she, she in passing, this was on a bad day, <laughs> she actually mentioned that I was griping about my ears hurting. I mean, I think she thought that was ridiculous, but she didn't realize. Well, not many people sit around, and, uh, and, and are, I'm shocked that people actually are listening Oh, I Not agree. many people sit around Ridiculous. and pontificate for two hours. Yeah, that's true. Hours. Sitting at one spot, two hours. You're talking about a and people elongated listen. sermon. Well, it's because we come up with all these deep thoughts. I mean, during the break, because if people don't realize, we do two podcasts in one session, but they run them de- with days in between. Is that not right? Right. Okay. That's correct. I'm making sure. So uh, I didn't think America, I'm surprised that many have turned down to listen. Yeah. Well, what they didn't realize that I can reveal breaking news that, and I have my head in a vice because the way my head is constructed. So for months I've endured pain while I'm talking. So if it seemed like I was in pain, oh, I was. And then in 10 (laughs) seconds, they just gave me a smaller (laughs) pair of earphones and all the pain went away. I'm like, why didn't we do this two it's years better ago? better to speak without pain than it is with it. Yeah. But there's a spiritual <laughs> what, principle there. They, I think they thought that you're better when you have a thorn in the flesh. Yeah, maybe. That's what Paul said. Yeah. So they're like, let's give, <laughs> let's put him under pain. Clamp him. Yeah. And so that God's power can go through the pain. So, Jason, to, to complete that verse then, so for two years you complained yeah, and you asked for God to relieve this from you and our crew. Yeah, and they said your your suffering has made Jesus' power perfect in yep. your weakness. So that's what's what's been. Then they finally spent nineteen ninety nine on a smaller pair of earphones, <laughs> and all the pain went away. <clears throat> Twenty bucks. Well, and, and let's face it, we recognized it because I'm down here at the Southern Lair. And so I've got a small pair of pretty cheap, actually, headset from Sony, but they just fit over my ear. And so my ear's not hurting. And so mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking about your long laments about your suffering. And I thought, well, you know, my ear's not hurting at all. And so that's what started there. Of course, Dad, you'll have to get yours next time. So yeah, whatever. Your head's still on But see, that's, that's why this practical, y'all were talking about the lack of degrees earlier. I mean... I have a degree in hunting and fishing, a master's <laughs> degree. There's no piece of paper that says that. But you are the recipient of, uh, and you're in the giver. You yeah. give your. I gave right. myself a master's degree yeah. in hunting and fishing. But if you're the, if you're be. the if you've got a master's, that means Dad, you've got to be a PhD because you well, are our does. instructor he in does. hunting and fishing, along with his his other master's degrees that he actually has some authentication on 
Yeah. Did you see me throw that word in for you? Authentication. Yeah. <laughs> There's different degrees so, uh, of that, smart, but I've always <laughs> said that knowing Jesus in a personal way makes you among the elite when it comes to smart and intellect. But I've never moved past for everybody's information just out of uh, keeping keeping things calm down. I've never moved past the belief that I'm about a C plus man. The plus means something. <laughs> I'm, you know, the the, the yeah, D but... and the F crowd is right behind me on my heels. But on our on <laughs> A's our... and the B crowd, they don't have anything to do with me. But get him out of here. As I pontificated on in the last podcast, because of Jesus's claims, which were proven to be true, even though we believe it through faith, and his character. That makes you an A plus because his power and his character is above all others. And we have access. That's what Hebrews is about. How about that intro? That's pretty good. And look, well, you know, we were also, can I throw something else in? Because I want to get this out. Because I realize sure. the ram ramifications of our no skeleton principle that we brought up last podcast, which I think, I mean, I'm looking for that shirt to come any day now. No skeletons. Jesus. No skeletons in the closet or in the grave. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to get your body back. It's just going to be a new imperishable body, still a body. First Corinthians 15. I want to make that point, And then I want to make this point. I want to give a PSA to Hollywood. As smart as they claim to be, as many movies that come out, have you noticed that every villain takes a form of a human every space creature takes the form of a human there's no creativity there they all have eyes ears or some form of that yeah and they worship and serve themselves instead of the one who made them so my point is you can't create what you don't know yep they they claim, I mean, it seemed like you could come up with some form of a creature that's not like us. But everything they do is just a better version of us. Yeah. They, they try to make human characteristics that are superhuman. So it, but they get all that on what Jesus already has. Right. So just just go th go through the super superheroes. What do they all do? Yep. It's it's a human uh -huh. form that does superhuman things, godlike qualities. Right. Either he's <laughs> imperishable, or even the silly stuff. Remember the uh, the movie where the guy couldn't lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. You're quoting. He, he couldn't lie. Well, who, it's impossible for God to lie. Jace, I wonder where they just, got that idea from. Yeah, you just quoted <laughs> Romans one twenty two. Although they claim to be wise, and they do, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man. <laughs> yeah. And birds and animals. Well, they do that. They use, they use the birds, animals, and reptiles, too. Every movie, they have to have a character. Flying men, you know, flying men. Have a men. human form, and it's always about good and evil, if it's any good. Yep. Well, why is that? Because that's what we're, we're created in that image. 
Yep. Yeah. So it's just or every it's, movie uh, is a different version of that. And they say, yeah, but you want to see evil, we'll show you evil. It's the same stuff that's going on in late night bedrooms. And, and you know, all the, the movies now are one big blood fest. Yeah. I and, mean, uh, the sla- it's a slaughterhouse. It's just everybody getting slaughtered. Yeah. Because somebody or they figured out or they're how from to the make animal it world. Re- look realistic. Yeah, or you have the talking you know, animals. You, you know, talking animals, a giant lizard. You know, this, that, and the other. It's always some kind of uh, animal human hybrid quality yep. that yeah. can do that. So it's but again, it's all made from God's creation, which is a that's a strong point. Yeah, the lack of creativity is amazing. So, Dad, you mentioned, uh, I, I mentioned this since you brought it up about being a C-plus man, because I hadn't uh, mentioned it in a while. We have a book called C-plus Gospel, which is basically just, a, to Jace's point, it's it's a showing what Jesus did from the viewpoint of the witnesses, which is what makes them really A-plus guys. But we call it C-plus Gospel. You can get that at cplusministries.com. And then also your daily feel is out now on wide release. And so you can get that at Amazon or Books of Me and Hobby Lobby, wherever you get books. And so we want you to check that out, too. I hadn't mentioned that in a while. But and the good news is I've run up on a lot of people who, if they tried to get an education, they left school early, whatever, and they didn't even go through junior high. But I've known a lot of good men and women who had no education to speak of. But they were very godly and they were very loving, joyful peaceful individuals well let's face it dan the vast majority of humanity since jesus was here and left to go to heaven the vast majority of human beings have not or are not educated i'm talking about around the globe that's correct uh and so it's a very small percentage anyway even through through time and think about how many great sons and daughters of the almighty have been here since Jesus was here. So to your point, you don't have to have uh, education or high degree uh, of intellect to be able to embrace who Jesus is. That's why the, as Jay said, his disciples, they were described as unschooled and ordinary men. What made them special is they witnessed Jesus, you know, and saw what he did and then told us about it 2000 years later. Yeah, that's why that character matters. I mean, look, I watched, the last movie I watched, which is a new movie out, and uh, it's PG-13, so I guess, you know. But it was called The Gray Man. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Don't waste your time. Here, Here's the problem. This guy was shot at, I would say, I want to be fair, I would say 10,000 times during the movie. <laughs> shot at that many times? 10,000 times. He was stabbed, I would say, at least 20 times. He was shot at 10,000, stabbed. He, That's one tough he fell out, fell out of a crashing plane. He jumped out of a crashing train onto a car that was going, I'd, I'd say, at least 100 miles an hour. And, Ooh, and survived. While being shot at. Yeah, <laughs> there were grenades. 10, yeah, there were grenades shot at him. These these pump guns. Wow, I mean, just all kind of nuclear like that guy on that movie. Hard to kill. <laughs> this is beyond hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, as I watched it, it just 
I mean, Missy, we started off watching it together, and about halfway through it, I looked up, Missy wasn't there anymore. <laughs> she never came back. I mean, we was <laughs> watching it out. in the living room, you know. I saw her getting some bottles ready. I was like, baby, you going to watch the movie? And she said, no, I got it. But I just thought to myself, like, when we'll, we'll come out with a show. Did which they ever we, we did. <laughs> no, no. But it looked like he was dead. Yeah. But you can't kill him. And, uh, but, and it just went on and on. But I but thought, was he presented uh, as a normal person, or did he have some kind of super? Was he like one of the immortals or one of the, all these movies? Look, did it he was have some kind of. It was the very thing we're talking about on the last podcast when we talked about you know back in this day when you uh, have a ransom, it was basically prisoners of war who would get the pay. The only way out if they lose the war, they become a prisoner of that country that conquered them. And we talk about Jesus offering his life as a ransom. Well, this guy's in prison. Now they basically deemed it like a justifiable homicide. And if you think I'm ruining the movie for you, I mean, you can watch the previews and I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. That's not fixing to happen. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't tell them how it ends in case somebody. Yeah, I'm not going to tell it. So he's freed from prison. If he'll work, you know, for the government, one of these, we're, we're giving you free. Where do they get this idea from? Oh, Bible. So he's been (laughs) redeemed and look, (laughs) and then he became indestructible. (laughs) (laughs) And so here's what I'm, I said all that to say this. Do you know what the number one accusation for people who don't like us or our shows so I have a show out, you know, 10 episodes, and it's they put it in the reality genre. I didn't put it in the reality genre. Somebody else did that. And so people who don't like us and probably haven't even watched the show, what do they say? They say, well, that's all staged. Oh, that's fake. It's all yeah, fake. It's fake. And I'm like, well, what about the gray man? I tell you what, we're <laughs> a lot more realistic than what just went down there. <laughs> you can't get the guys jumping off of an exploding train by being hit by some nuclear warhead and he's great (laughs) and he got up and said ouch he actually did that i'm like oh what what am i supposed to do with this how am i supposed to wrap my head around this and then I'm out here digging up treasure that I have no idea what I'm going to dig up. And we we dig it up and we have a conversation. Nobody's finding. I'm finding stuff treasure. that we did not know was there. And then we have a conversation about it. And people said, well, that's all staged. I'm like, no, no, it happened. I know it just seems like you couldn't make these characters up in life. I think that's what people say. They're like, there's no way you look at Uncle Si, you can't make that up. In my opinion, but they're like, well, it's so crazy. Well, it must be made up. So they're just trying to take what we have as far as the movies, the lack of originality, and that look, they really come up with something crazy. So I'm actually, I'm at, saying I'm, the real thing I'm is actually at Jeff crazy. Dub, my youngest boy, day. and you, and Murray Crow, who was converted to Jesus, and Cy, veteran, they they just regular guys. They are hunting we could have under kind of, the ground stuff to, to look look at yeah. this. So I don't we know. We could I call mean, it the new, we could call it the new gray men because you're all indestructible. 
you cannot be killed because of Jesus. So there you go. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take our first break. Jace, do you remember the wedgie? You remember what a wedgie is? The salad or? <laughs> no. Like salad? when somebody would come along when you were a kid and they pull your underwear oh, yeah, up. Yeah, I never liked it. that. I never liked that. Yeah, that was bad. Well, so one of our sponsors, Tommy John's, they don't like it either. That's why they have a no wedgie guarantee, okay. which makes me like them even more. What about you? I just hadn't thought about it, Al. Tell me more. Well, so 17 million pairs have been sold because Tommy John doesn't just have customers. They have fanatics, of which I've been one for a long time. Especially in the summertime, you don't feel cooler. You are cooler. You can stay up to seven degrees cooler than cotton in our Tommy John's Apollo underwear. And remember, they have a best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So not only are they guaranteed no wedgies, they're also guaranteed that you're going to love them. So here's what you do. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Phil, and you're going to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Phil, 20% off. See their site for details. I mean, I didn't, you know, I'm not hating on Gray, man. I'm just telling you that was, I mean, the only good thing about that experience is that it was free. But go ahead. So I want to I want to reset because we're about to we're about to do the last section of what I call the Hebrew writer's argument for Jesus is better. Jesus is superior. This last section is 10, 1 through 18, because then we're going to pivot. He does in verse 19 for the rest of the book and basically say, here's the application of what happens when Jesus is better. So. I want to reset before we jump dive into 10, one through four. And we read it on the last podcast, but we didn't say a lot about it. Dad's got some verses too. He wants to share. So just to recap, Jesus is superior to prophecy. That was the first chapter, first three verses. Jesus is superior to angels or really any other beings. And that's chapter one through chapter two, 18. Jesus is superior to Moses, meaning the law three, one through chapter four, uh, 18. Jesus is superior to Aaron or the priesthood, and that was 419 to 728. Jesus is superior to the old covenant. That was chapter eight. And now this section here, we're about to enter the last section of it. Jesus is superior to any ministry or any sacrifice because, you know, he goes into the idea of what sacrifices are. And so that's what we've been talking about under the new covenant. Well, you know, this last section. when, When did you come up with that? That was pretty clever. Yeah, well, that was I came with that twenty five years ago, but I'm oh. just now resharing it. Oh, okay. Uh, that was so the point eye. is Jesus is superior. That's the point, and or in your in your word, Jesus is better. E- either one of those, oh, which okay. is good. Right. I remember. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I had this one one childhood memory popped in my head. So since I represent the most non educated uh, person of our outfit or family. <laughs> So there was a saying when we played dominoes, when somebody made a really good play. Do you remember what the saying was? That, that we'd say. It usually would come with a slam. It come. You'd slam it with, with high intensity, slam it. Well, every time somebody accused you of being lucky in dominoes, somebody would say, no, that's not luck. That's just superior playing. <laughs> so yeah. I remember as a kid, I went. And 
this this memory popped into my head here today. Uh, I remember looking up in the dictionary the definition of superior because when they said that, I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, super? I thought he said super plate. No, superior, superior. So I looked up the definition and I was like, ooh. But then it had the opposite and it had inferior. And you probably remember where I'm going with this. So I thought, oh, I got an idea. So the first time my partner made a dumb play and they, you know, were grabbing, I said, that was inferior playing. But I said that to my grandpa because I was doing a joke from the, when you play good, a superior play. And well, he made a dumb play and I called it inferior playing. And so Phil, after the game, called me up and he said, hey, if you call your, your paw inferior again, I'm going to whoop your butt. And I was like, uh oh, <laughs> inferior must be a really bad thing to say. <laughs> but I didn't explain the joke because I was like, we have a saying that's just superior play. You remember that saying now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I remember it. Yeah. So I said all well, that. So, yeah. But Jace, you, you just described in our childhood the the fine line that you and I walked by being youngsters at the adult domino table. Because there was a lot of trash talking going on, but we had to watch ourselves because we crossed the line of disrespect if we got too much into it. So that that was you, you described the fine the, the line that we spent was, most of our time. Children honor your father and mother. Well, I know, right. but your, your now so we had to temper our trash. Talk. Forty years later, Phil, I'm telling you that I actually was not trying to be disrespectful. I was trying to be funny. Yeah, because I was trying to come up with the opposite <laughs> slogan of some jokes the, backfire on you. Yeah, so the definition is, <laughs> of superior, which is what I was trying to get to, is higher in rank, status, or quality. Then you ran up on the coaches that were coaching you, and they were just strapping it on all them little boys. You know, they get them back and they play dominoes. Well, they went over and asked old Jace. They said, "You ever played dominoes?" He said, "I played a hand or two. So Jace, they asked him to join them, and Jace strapped them fives on them and just and smoked them like slamming it down. And they're saying, "Wait, what are you doing?" You said, "Can you play?" "No, I can't play." You said, "Well, shut up!" Boom! Yeah, he took all the coaches <laughs> and just fleeced them, and they never invited him to. No, play they actually did. That was the funny part of the story. Because it impressed him. Yeah. Well, I had to be up there because I had missed you shocked all, them. I I had to be up the at school on a snowy day. I think Western High School's got what two thousand students, and there was like twelve yeah, people Eastern. there. And the twelve people there all had missed the maximum amount of days. So I even they didn't call school off. So I had to be there because I couldn't miss another day, or I'd take you know eleventh grade over or whatever year it was. And so the coaches and teachers were there and about 20 students. So we got into a domino game because you can't play domino. Well, three-handed is doable, but it's better when you have partners. And so they were just looking for a live body. And that's that was my introduction. But, yeah, I, I actually played three times in a row because I realized nobody else could play. But they whoa, 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 what are you doing there, son? What? I was like, so I, then I did the classic take the domino off. Can you play? No. Can you play? Can you play? That's what I thought. Boom. <laughs> can you play now? Oh, you still can. <laughs> Bam. I hit it. <laughs> but in that so moment. Yeah, that scared they, them. That scared well, then them. they were grinning because they were like, well, wait a minute now. He said he played a little bit. He's been playing his whole life. 
Because <laughs> you so, got the double slam. Yeah, oh, so we had to do it twice. About a week later, I get the I'm in a in accounting which I didn't like, and the intercom comes on and says, "Can you send Jason Robertson to the office?" So I go to the office, and they said the coaches need you to help them. They got some project. I was oh, like, yeah. what in the world am I? I was, I was trying to deny. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I don't even know. Who. Well, I walked in and there was three of them sitting there and they said, hey, sit down there. We're, we're go-. So I thought, now we got something going. <laughs> yeah, They're getting right. me out of accounting to play dominoes. I like it. I like it. See, and that's why I said there's different degrees in life. Yep. And that degree, whatever degree that is, that's the one I want. You want them over, Jace. Actually, Actually, Jace, you have swerved into, uh, or you in that case fell into the ultimate education because whether it's high school, college, whatever, building the relationships that matter outside of just what you put into your brain, that gets you further in life than anything else. And and well, so it helps right. you understand the Bible. Yep. Yeah. You can know this backwards. I bet you. Forwards. I bet you a domino game that out of all the school systems. In the United States of America, how many of them have the coaches and some of the people that's going to school there playing dominoes? I'd say that would be very rare. They're probably having a meeting <laughs> right now after they heard this. Oh, yeah. Saying, wait a minute. Now. Yeah, don't let was, that get started. <laughs> well, that's why I it was, was good at math. It was a little different uh, era that Jason and I grew up in in terms of, you know, what you could and couldn't do as teachers and coaches. Though. The greatest there, there thing for children – yeah, the greatest thing for children that, that a, a mother and father can introduce them to when it comes to addition, math, adding up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, making them good at counting, at learning how to count, math, is to teach them how to play dominoes. Well, not I just agree. that. In my look, humble look, opinion. I learned what it means to be unselfish in dominoes. That's, I oh, mean, yeah. Sai's been yeah. playing his whole life, and he never figured that out. That we're, you know, <laughs> he's going to run his hand no matter what, and it's like it's a losing proposition. If you're going to play dominoes and you're the last man to the domino, people who don't play dominoes don't understand that. And and you're going to run your suit. You're going to lose your entire life. You have to be unselfish. You've got to say, yeah, okay, I got to realize where I'm at in the batting order. I see where my uh, partner's uh, going. Yeah, I see. And I, I'm going to sacrifice what I have because I realize where I'm at. It's kind of, to use this as an example, like if it was like a poker game or playing cards, it's like where you're positioned position when the betting comes. If you're what they call on the button, you're the last person to act. So it's the best position because you can look around and say, okay, I, you have a better view. Well, in dominoes, if you're the last man, whoever whoever downs it plays first. The last man to play, well, he's in the worst position. So you tend to want to be sacrificial and play with your partner yep. if, he, if he has a hand. And gigantic hostility can arise when you don't do that with your partner. <laughs> Now I've look, seen a many of many a yeah you yeah start yeah confessing our sins here yeah I've said more <laughs> more th- things being disrespectful in those moments because that you know side oh, just made me so angry I'm like oh, yeah. you're playing your hand you're the last man 
to the domino. Forget what I had. Just cut my stuff because you can only see what's in front of you. And so what I'm saying is there's a lot of spiritual qualities that come out and, and dealing with conflict because sometimes, unlike domino, I mean, unlike other games, dominoes is an unmastered game. You because you, there's there's so much subjectivity amongst the hand it, it's so uh different every hand that you just have to kind of make some calculated guesses about what your partner has or what you think so it's like i'd like to meet the individual who came up with the domino game i'd like to have met him and, yeah, and i'd like to know when that hang, actually hang started that was a great game hang on well let me just take a break so dad now that you're uh, watching the news again would it be safe to say that the country seems to be kind of going in some bad directions in just a general sense. In my 76 years, in the last year and a half, I have never witnessed this many people who are unhappy. <laughs> okay. I agree. To the point to where it's they a- just video themselves. <laughs> they scream and they want you to see them scream. Well, let's see what this but commercial is They don't tell you why they're screaming. I'm like, somebody <laughs> there's a cotton mouth. Tell us, I'm Al. So that's, why we're, so that's why we're in the fight. And one of our uh, sponsors is a company called Patriot Mobile. Uh, and they're on our side. They're the only Christian conservative Whew. mobile phone provider, uh, which is great. They're on the front lines. They're fighting for the values that we fight for. Uh, and hopefully to make this America a little bit happier place, uh, to Dad's point. Uh, inflation's been bad, so they've got some really good uh, budget offers for you uh, to help you save some money. You're going to get great service as well as getting a group that believes what you believe. So go to patriotmobile.com slash fill. Or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code FIELD to get free activation. And remember, if you're a veteran or a first responder, they've got special discounts for you. So make the switch today, patriotmobile.com slash FIELD, or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Yeah, I need and, to research that, Dad, because you know one of the things I discovered when I was trying to buy me a, a find me a domino table that was like the one that we grew up playing on that was granny's because it was the perfect wood. Cause domino, if you slam dominoes like we do, what wood you're playing on is very critical to the health of your fingers, oh, bones yeah. and hands. Well, we've had, so you, we've so, had uh, so she hands had a cherry wood table. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, fingers broken, tables broken, dominoes broken. And, and, and which look, I think though, as an aggressive competitive male, I love the fact that I had a game that we, for the most part, kept inside the game. What what happened in the game stayed in the game. And even, yeah, we didn't even take then, it y'all allowed us to be even trash-talking disrespectful inside the game because it was just considered to be part of the game. Kind of like I mentioned about poker, lying is part of that game. You can lie. It's part of the game. You're not really lying. You're like, hey, I got the best hand possible. Well, you really don't. That's just part of the game. You're representing that or whatever. And dominoes, I love the fact that I could take out some aggression and and <laughs> slam domino. I can I can validate my point because now you're attacking not only the numerical aspects of it, you're you're getting into that gray matter. Speaking Back of gray man, boy. I'm slamming that domino and <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing gray my matter. opponent crumble. As a boy. 
you say small <laughs> towns in this great state of Louisiana had domino parlors. That's where men went to play dominoes, man only. And I walked in there and with some of my kin folks, and my uncle was playing dominoes. The the cigarette smoke and cigar smoke was so thick that you couldn't even. It was just a. Well, that wasn't anything different from our game. No, it wasn't. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my wife, when Missy, the first time she came down here on a date, she opened that door and because I, I said, well, let me show you the pool hall. And I kind of laugh, you know. I opened the door. She said, I'll wait for you outside. She would not go in because it was just a but, fog. That's right. Here's something I just dominoes here's something I discovered I didn't know when I was researching looking for this table is that dominoes are huge in like uh Caribbean countries like Dominican, oh yeah, Puerto Rico. And so when South I would visit Florida, those countries South Florida down South there, Florida because Latino. of the immigrants and also guess where else? New York City, because a lot of those folks immigrated there. And so that's ultimately you know where I found my cherry domino table? New York City. Really? New and, York and I, City? Yeah. New York City. And that, that was, was why. And so look, the, the last time I went to Puerto Rico, I looked out and there was a group of men. It was a bunch of them. And they were sitting underneath. It's kind of in a public area underneath this big tin roof building. And they had about eight domino games going. And dominoes are slamming. Of course, it's all Spanish, so I'm not understanding it. But it sounded and looked just like it did in oh, the yeah. living room. Oh, it turned out pretty, pretty cool. there. It's one of the few games right. I, I never would play for money because I would say it it get it's it takes something more valuable than money. You know, it it can take a piece of somebody's soul. I would dare you, say, you literally. I would dare say there's not much uh, as much domino playing these days as there used to be. That's just no, what I think. We revived it a little bit at my house because Sai comes over sometimes, and and Stone and Philip have learned how to play, and they're not quite as good as me inside, but they've gotten pretty good. And I would so say that was we, a we generous that was a generous assessment of their status. <laughs> I mean I played over a couple right, times. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to play a game though when you're playing when people don't know what they're doing. Yep. It's it's yeah, a it's, thin it's, line between a great game of dominoes and what they call chicken scratch. Which is yeah. people who take or the domino foot. Yeah, or chicken foot. Yeah. Uh, I called chicken it, foot. I yeah. called it chicken scratch. Chicken I was, scratch. <laughs> well, there's a story there because Missy said my parents play dominoes. I was like, well, there's finally something we can do together because, you know, they, they got yuppie tendencies. So I go over there, get ready for the big domino game. I was like, now who's going to be my partner? And there's like no partners. I was like, well, how are we going to uh -oh. play individuals? And they, they kept talking about chicken foot. And I thought, what? And so I called it chicken scratch because I was scratching my head wondering how this caught on. <laughs> you just match the domino to the you end. Run out. Basically something a four-year-old could do. You, if you have a six, you match it to the six. And if you're lucky yeah. enough to find a match every time it's your turn and get rid of your dominoes for everybody else, you win. Yeah, that'd be no fun. Yeah, I never went back. Yeah. <laughs> There's no slamming in chicken scratch. <laughs> there was no slamming. There was no adding. It was basically just the equivalent of you putting up a poster and you saying chicken. Yes. You you were just matching. 
Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Not that there's anything that, right? wrong with that. If you play that game, great. I know some people that play it, yeah. It's just not our thing. All right, let's take another break. You know, Larry, we're talking a lot about uh, proclaiming uh, because we're proclaimers of the gospel, and and all of us teach and preach as well. Uh, But one of the things, you know, sometimes you can do as a proclaimer is just what you wear. Uh, It proclaims to people. And uh, our unashamed merch Uh, does just that. And uh, it proclaims that you're part of Unashamed Nation. In fact, I was noticing, I went to look at all the merchandise and there are some uh, Unashamed Nation shirts. And so it's a great thing because somebody's like, what is an Unashamed Nation? It gives you an opportunity to tell them about the podcast. So we'd like for you to be uh, Unashamed Proclaimers. And the way you can do that, if you want to check out our merch, is go to unashamedmerch.com. Use the code UNASHAMED10, and you're going to get 10% off uh, whatever you buy. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you're going to get 20% off your purchases uh, by using the code Blaze Sub. So that's another uh, good reason uh, to be a subscriber and get our overtime stuff as well. So check it out, unashamedmerch.com. All right, so uh, Hebrews 10, we read this last time, but I wanted to dive back into it, and I want to read it again with these first uh, four verses. Because I know Dad did some looking into the, this idea of blood. We, we, you brought it up a little bit in the last podcast, Dad. Yep. The law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. And we've, that's been consistent through this whole section. Now, th- remember, this is like his last finale. So he's basically now given his proof as to why Jesus is better. For this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. So in other words, that was never going to work, the sacrifices. If it could, would they not have stopped being offered? In other words, if that could work, we'd we'd still be doing this, but we're telling you there's something better. For the Mm -hmm. worshipers would have been cleansed once for all and would no longer have felt guilty for their sins. There's that conscience, Jase. But those sacrifices, and and catch this one, are an annual reminder of sins. So forget about taking your sins away. It's actually reminding you that they can't be taken away because it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. And so, Dad, you had some you had some verses on that. Just just uh, and they are way more than what I just wrote down. Romans 3, verse 24, he just got through saying there's a righteousness from God, but now, apart from law, which would correspond with the Hebrews, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Verse 24, and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice, going to the book of Hebrews, a sacrifice of atonement. Atonement is the one who would turn aside his wrath, taking away sin. How? Through faith in his blood. So you start reading all these texts going into, that's Romans uh, 3, verse 25 and following. Romans 5, 5 through 9. 
Hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he's given us. That's when you're baptized. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now watch this. Since we have now been justified. The first one says, the first verse I read over there, Romans 3, it's a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. This said we're justified by his blood. How much more shall we be, we be saved from God's wrath through him? So you begin to read all these verses, and the more you read, you go from Romans. Well, to your point, before you read the next one, you know, that God's demonstration of his love while we were still sinners, Christ died yep. for us, which is, which is in contrast to what most religious rituals would produce. This is saying God values you on the cross at your worst. He, he, he loved you and valued you at your very worst, which you can find very few people on the planet. I mean, maybe outside of your wife or kids yep. who will just show any signs of that. But yep. that's what's different than you trying to be your best, never able to pull it off through some kind of ritual. Therefore, and when Dad, you get Dad, hang to— on, Dad, for, Hang on, Dad. Before you read that, I want to make another point about the word you just said, justified. Some clever person somewhere years ago— because you said, what does it mean to be justified? He said, it's just as if I'd never sinned. Yep. I mean, that's what Christ did for us. He made yep. it for just as if I'd yep. never sinned, justified. So, when, so you read, when you read the Hebrew writer, what he had to say, a shadow of just these things, you can't, this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. The blood of Jesus does. I'm just giving a few verses. Ephesians 1, verse 6, uh, Jesus writes in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which is freely given us in the one he loves. You say, how did that, it all come? What did it come down to? In him, here it is, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace. He lavished on us with all wisdom, all understanding, He's made known to us the mystery of his will, just faith in Jesus and the blood that was shed for you. And animals couldn't do it. It's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to do this. The reason why is this is too expensive for the animal world. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's the, the, the blood from animals is not worth that much. But God turns on the one who created the cosmo himself sent Jesus in human form, he became like his brothers in every way. God sent him to become like humans so he could bleed. That's the only blood that can get you out of here alive. That's Ephesians 1, 7, Ephesians 2, 12. Let's see. Therefore, remember that formerly you were Gentiles by birth, called uncircumcised by the, those who are called themselves the circumcision, Jews and Gentiles, that done in the body by his hands of men. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, 
foreigners to the covenant of the promise. Gentiles were in a bind without hope, without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away, well, what do you know? You have been brought near through the blood of Christ. He himself is our peace, making the two one. We can become together under the same Jesus, but the blood of Jesus is there for the Jew and the Gentile. Whoopee, thank you, Father in heaven. And look, this just goes on and on and on and on and on. Colossians 1, 20. Let's see. Through him, Jesus, to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making, here it is, making peace, redemption, atonement, peace, making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So, look, you got more if you're studying this, there are the, uh, our listeners, Colossians 1.20, Hebrews 9.12-14 through 14 is where we started. Hebrews 9.12-14, let's see. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves. No, sir. He entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. He's working all this up to chapter 10. He's in, we're in chapter <clears throat> 9. For with his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so that they're outwardly clean. How much more then? The reason Jesus is better. Will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, it'll cleanse our consciences that, from acts that lead to death so we may serve the living God. Finally, the re complete removal of sin. And he goes on to say, verse 18, that's why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. And he ties it all together in the last of chapter 9. Just as man is destined to die once and to face judgment, Christ was sacrificed, there's the blood again, once to take away the sins of many people. He'll appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation. And then you get to chapter 10, and his opening three verses is, it's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to pull it off. Not yep. The blood's not powerful enough. God himself had to bleed. He's the one that chose to do that, not us. But I'm glad he did. Yep, we all are. Let's take a, our last break. So you're right, Dad. It was interesting. You know, you, you talked about atonement, that first word. You know, he mentioned that sin was actually remembered, not forgotten, just That's by right. those sacrifices. And, and Leviticus 16, in on the Day of Atonement, Part, one of the things they had to do is they had to take a goat. You know the word, the term scapegoat. We'll say yep. somebody's a scapegoat, meaning that you know they get the blame for somebody else. They would take a goat, and it was called the scapegoat. That's where it began, and they would send that goat out into the desert, and that that goat was representative of all the sins of Israel, but that went out, so it was there. But it was just held over for another year yep. until the Day of Atonement. That's why it could never take sin away. Yep. So I thought that was interesting, even as another shadow. God came up with a horrific uh, example, horrific on one side, but great love 
for the human race when he said there's only one way for them to have their sins removed. It's by my death for them, go through death for them, which is upon them too. And by my death, I'll give them eternal life because three days after I die, I'll be resurrected from the dead. It's the wildest story I've ever read. He, he provided those clues all through. Look, look back at verse 5, the next section. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, and then it, now he said when Christ came into the world, he said, now he's fixing to quote what Christ said yeah. way back in Psalm 40, actually through the mouth of David, who wrote the psalm. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. We talked about yep. that, Jason, in the last podcast. With Flesh burnt and offerings and with burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. So even back then, he's saying, this system is not working to take away your sin. Then I said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. So it's a, it's a prophetic prophecy about Jesus spoken mm-hmm. back in the days of David. But he actually, and then, he, then the Hebrew wrote, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, subtly, too, he's, he's showing you the difference. When you said you send out the... Uh, scapegoat. scapegoat. Well, you see that in verse five, it said, therefore, when Christ came into the world, I mean, that's the difference in, in sending an animal out, which is the equivalent of, you know, if you're trying to figure out some kind of a vaccine or whatever, what, you know, people, they test on animals first because they're like, well, I mean, even though we love animals, it's, it's better than, you know, it's better to sacrifice an animal than an actual human. I mean, and right. most people with common sense still believe are easier believe that. Well, I mean, it's 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 better because humans are more valuable than animals. So what that that's my point. But Jesus came on purpose to die for us. It looks like if the Jewish people today would read. The book of Hebrews. I can I can hardly believe that they wouldn't see why Jesus is the way, the truth, the resurrection, eternity. I mean, I, I just would think. Well, that's what I'm you're saying. You're a Jewish listener. Uh, <clears throat> that's what I was saying about last podcast. This is more than information or a concept. I mean, this is a story that was premeditated love yeah. that that knows as rank as you are the power of it it's not that jesus just died he died for me i mean all of a sudden it 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 becomes something that's uh it's just not a command or it's not an instruction it's a it's a story that yes is woven through history and and has evidence and it has instruction and you have the pattern of the law and the shadow but you and gentile it brings them together finally under one head, yeah. Jesus. But it's, it's while you were talking, I was looking up that story that, that popped into my head, uh, and I had it wrong. That's why I'm glad I looked it up. But it's like every once in a while on earth, you see some some unconditional love or sacrifice by a human that moves us. And Because I, I thought about that story of a, the plane that took off from New York. It was in... Uh, I'll look up the date on when that happened, but they named the bridge after one of the passengers because 
it it crashed at a bridge. It hit nine cars that were on the bridge and killed five people on the bridge. And there were seventy four passengers on the plane and all died. I but, think it's DC in it, Jay. But for, yeah, but it but it took off from New York and they named the bridge after one of the passengers because it it crashed in a the Potomac River, which was iced up. Yeah, I remember that. But, and they sent down the uh, the little basket from the helicopter. But this guy, Arlen Williams, he he was the most uh, he was the most active person because you can imagine it's just debris. But he would he would grab a hold of it, but then somebody else would come up. He was he was you know putting other people, and so he got four other passengers and one crew member on. And then the last time they sent it for him, he had drowned. And so it was move. It was moving because all these people were watching this on the bridge, and so you saw this one act of a guy who could have saved himself. I mean, nobody would have blamed him. I mean, we're you're a, we, it, the planes crash. You're in an icy river, so for him to do that, it's probably been one of the most used illustrations talking about Jesus on a cross. Because there, for one moment, you saw a guy choose somebody else. He choose life even in his death that happened. And of course they, that's why they named the bridge after him. Cause it was like, and so that's why I'm saying it's like, you know, you're, you're seeing the shadow of this, but the actual act that Jesus did, when you think the, of the practical history of that and the walking that, you know, his whole, he came here knowing this is how it's going to end. And to have impeccable character during that entire journey is just almost incredible. I mean, he yeah, came here to die great. for it. I I just think that somehow you gotta you gotta not just connect the dots of he revealed the shadow or he is the reality of the shadow, but the power of all this is that he actually took on a body and lived one day at a time, thirty three years to allow this to happen. And unlike that guy, because verse 14, <clears throat> I'll stop right, right before he read this, because by one sacrifice, he, Jesus, has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Makes yeah. you perfect forever. I'm like, perfect forever? Man, the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Well, I, the that's, point I was making is that that wow. from verse five, because it said, I mean, he came, he did this on purpose. It, this was all a plan. This wasn't just yeah. some weird thing that happened in history where he just knew all the, the end from the beginning. The, yeah, that all the dominoes lined up, you know, and he just said, "Hey, I, no, this was this was a plan by the Creator of the universe enacted, yep. and, and, and he, he came here to and do that." consistent all the way through we're out of time uh, i want to flesh that out a little bit more as we kind of close out this uh last uh kind of proof text in chapter 10 we'll do that in the overtime if you want to follow us over it's uh, blazetv.com slash unashamed to subscribe uh, and pick up the last part here verse of, of chapter 10 thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast help us out by rating us on itunes and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.